This is My Take Radio's Beyond the Mic. Welcome to a new installment of My Take Radio's Beyond the Mic. Joining me this week is Katie Brinks from Nest. We're going to discuss a little bit about the Nest thermostat and the changes that it's doing with regards to home automation. Hey, Katie, how's it going? It's going really well. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm glad we finally got to connect. So a lot, you know, when I reached out to you guys, I had the opportunity of doing a lot of research on the Nest thermostat because I wanted to pick one up from my home and I was really impressed at the at the design and how it was implemented to really work seamlessly and and kind of be idiot proof and I wanted to actually start with that and with your involvement how did you get started with Nest and how did the concept come from you know the blueprint to fruition <laughs> That's a lot of questions um so I'll I'll start with just you know for your your audience who doesn't know but so so the the beauty of Nest is that it's a it's a thermostat that you don't have to program. It actually programs itself. Um, and so basically, you know, in the first few days that you install Nest, you turn it up when you're cold, you turn it down when you go to bed or when you left the home. Um, and Nest watches for patterns, and so it learns what temperatures you like at what times of day. Uh, and just by using it, you're actually programming it. So all of the hassle that's uh, usually associated with, with thermostats is saying, on Sunday I do this, on Monday I do this, on Tuesday, and you have to go through each day um, in succession. We take all that difficulty out of the process, and we just ask you to use it like almost a manual thermostat, and then we create a program for you. So um, the idea for Nest came from our, our founder. We have two founders, um, but Tony Fidel, who is, uh, headed up the um, iPod and iPhone business at Apple for nine years, and he was building a home in Lake Tahoe, and he really wanted it to be the greenest and most automated home that he knew of. And so he was looking at solar panels and you know, different insulation and all these different ways to, to cut energy costs. And he kept coming back to the thermostat. And um, the the options that were presented to him by the contractor were very archaic. And um, then the ones that were, you know, quote, unquote, progressive were costing, you know, between 600 and $800. And he just felt like, you know, there's got to be a better way, and um, so he and his and our co-founder Matt Rogers sat down and kind of plotted out, you know, what what's the market like for this? What what technology could we bring from our history in, in cell phones and in in the iPod? Um, what what could we bring to this? And they realized that they they could do this almost self-programming thermostat with and put in sensors and um, do remote control uh, through, through your your smartphone. And, and so that's really where the inspiration came from. It was from a frustration that Tony had in trying to find something for his own home. Well, one of the one of the things with that is that the the really, really simplistic design is what got my attention. I mean, one of the things that I've always been a victim of in my own home is changing the thermostat and then having to re-educate the people that live in my house how to use it, how to program it. I, I really became a fan of the 
simplistic design. Is that what one of the main points in terms of putting the product out? They wanted to make it as simple as possible. Absolutely. So that design and it's surround with the round device that you, so that's the easiest thing to turn off if you think about a volume knob, right? It's the easiest thing to do instead of pushing a button. Um, but that design of it being round and then a big number in the middle, that was a sketch that Tony and Matt drew up very early on. And um, while other details of the, of the product, you know, evolved, that was that simplicity um, was really core. And so it was the idea that, look, it's circular, it's easy to turn up and turn down because that's, 99.9% of the time, that's what you do with your thermostat is change the temperature. And then, you know, making sure that the number in the middle was really big and easy to see so people knew which temperature um, they'd set. I did have a question. You you know, you, you were saying about constantly changing the thermostat and that it would program itself. Um, what, one of the situations that I noticed and I haven't really seen too many people touch on is the fact that uh, what if you're not home all the time to set it? Like one of the things in, in my instance is, you know, I'll set it at night before everyone in my home goes to bed, it shuts off in the morning when everyone gets ready for work, then it doesn't turn on until later on in the day to heat up the house when people get home. How are you able to manage that if you're only able to really get to your thermostat maybe once or twice a day? Well, because we have a remote control uh, app on there as well. So you, you can install the Nest app, and I don't, have you, I don't know if you've done that yet, but there's a Nest app um, in for Android and, and iOS phones. And so if you want to change the temperature during the day remotely, you can do that. Um, if you're asking how do you pre-cool or preheat in advance of somebody coming home, um, we've actually just, gosh, I guess uh, late October, released um, a new feature for, for forced air uh, homes, which is early on. And so if you come home and you set the temperature to 68, uh, Nest is going to, and you enable early on as a feature, Nest will preheat or pre-cool your home um, in advance of you coming home. Did that get to what you were asking? Yes, yes, it did. Um, one, one of the things with that is the, the Nest thermostat works, you were saying, with, with, cool, with pre-cooling and preheating. Um, for those that are out there that only run a heating-only system, the thermostat is accessible to them as well, correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we're compatible with about 95% of low-voltage systems in the United States, and, and most systems are low-voltage. Um, and so we've, we've greatly expanded our, our um, compatibility in the last year, and it doesn't matter if you have just heating or just cooling. <laughs> most people don't have just cooling, but, um, you know, it will, still, it will still work with your home. Well, you guys, I, I, you know, you guys are on your second generation of the thermostat. You know, there, it was slightly smaller now, a little bit more streamlined. What was that? Just based on consumer feedback, or like anything else, is it just an evolution of the product? It's actually both. Um, you know, we we send out um, surveys and we talk to our customers a lot. So there were some elements of the design that were things that we'd always wanted to do. Like uh, we, when the first uh, generation shipped, it had um, the front of the device was separate from the back almost, and so there was a little dial. And you couldn't just grip the whole wheel. It was like just this one part of it. And um, we didn't like that. We never liked it. We just wanted to share product and make sure that, you know, we, we could actually ship. And it was fine, but it wasn't, it wasn't our, our dream product. So once we shipped the first generation, we said, you know what, we're going to go back and figure out a way to do an aluminum, you know, or I'm sorry, an all stainless steel ring that wraps around the entire Nest device and it makes it really easy to grip and, and turn the temperature up and down. And so that's a change that we made, um, you know, just because it was a design that we wanted to 
that was a de- design feature that we wanted to have. Um, other things like we we've actually created our own custom screws, believe it or not. So the, the screws that come in the box are ones made only by Nest, and they accommodate both drywall and wood walls. And the reason we did that was because you know we got we're getting reports of customers who are who are frustrated with the drywall plugs, and you know it's really annoying. You have to put in these little plugs, and then you drill in the the nail afterward, and and we thought well, there's got to be a better way. And so our engineers here realized that you could create a nail um, that would that has two separate um, sizes of ridges running along it, and those allow it to grip into both drywall and wood. So those are you know two examples of things that we wanted to do on our own, and then other another one that was because of customer feedback. Ah, I see. I mean the. That's definitely a, a a huge issue with with installation. Um, you know the the drywall situation. That's always been <laughs> right. an issue where we have you know random little holes. <laughs> you know when try when trying to to place it, to, trying to place a thermostat. W- one thing with that that really I liked was the fact that you guys made the instructions so so seamless. You pretty much said if you can install a light fixture, you can install this. And a lot of people, it's one of those things where they end up having to pay someone. to install something that really takes 10 or 15 minutes, especially if you just follow the instructions all the way through? Absolutely. I mean, more than 90% of our customers install Nest themselves. And what I find even more fascinating is that when we survey them, 99% of our customers have said they would do it again. And if you think about a DIY project, there's very few people who would, you know, usually will say, I would do that again. I wouldn't have paid somebody. Usually it's so complex. And and we went to, you know, great lengths to make the installation process really easy and, and empowering. I mean, people feel really good if after they install it themselves. It's, you know, you've accomplished something. It's really, um, it's, it's, it, you just feel good about, about what you've done. Well, Nest, obviously, with the thermostat is the first phase. What are you guys looking forward to in, in the future with regards to home automation? Well, we actually, I mean, we're really focused on the thermostat. We There's a huge business, you know, there's a huge market for it. There's about 10 million thermostats sold in the U.S. each year. Um, we have a huge demand from U.K., France, um, you know, lots of the European countries. And so that will require um, a different product for them because most of the homes in, in Europe are, are high voltage or have high voltage systems. So we've got our own work cut out for us, you know, on, on just the thermostat itself. Plus, as you know, we, we release these software updates where we put out new features for the thermostat. So that's really where we're focused right now. Um, you know, as far as what we're going to do in the future, you know, time will tell, and, and we, we certainly have a lot of ideas, but uh, we've got to keep making sure we, we do a good job with Nest, the Nest Learning Thermostat. Yeah, I think one of the things that that I always said was that, especially with the simplicity of the thermostat, I said applying that to, to even your home in general where, you know, the thermostat and, and you know, possibly like, you know, a Nest uh, light fixture to adjust the lighting when when you're home and you're not home, things like that I always felt would just work well in correlation together. That's why I was asking. Yeah, I mean, we, we like I said, we have lots of ideas. Um, we're only, you know, we've been out for a year and a half now, and and so we've we've got we've we've done we've already shipped two products. Um, so our pace is is pretty quick, but we we still have to stay focused on what we're doing and not get distracted by all the other opportunities that are out there. Even though it's tempting, um, we just want to make sure we can support the customers that we have today and continue to make this product better. I saw that you guys had 
a lot of really great companies behind you investing. Um, the the investment process and just obtaining financial backing for it was it a, a, a pretty straightforward process, or did it really involve a lot of having to sell the investors on the product? Because you know, you walk into a room, you tell somebody, "Hey, I want to make a uh, an innovative thermostat." It's 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 a tough pitch. I think for most people it would be a tough pitch. Um, what what Nest has that sets us apart from a lot of other companies is is just the people who are working here. And so, like I said, you've got Tony who you know worked on the iPod and the iPhone and and uh, you know reporting to Steve Jobs and he knows how to do this. He knows how to build products and ship them. Um, we have, you know, fantastic marketing people. We've got Yoki Matsuoka, who's a, um, uh, you know, she's she's won the MacArthur Fellowship. She's literally a genius, and she's running all of our algorithms. Uh, came up from Google, where she was running the um, their innovations lab. So we have, I think, when you, if you're an investor and you look at the team that we put together, it makes it a lot easier to get the investment because these people have done it before. Um, a lot of people came out of retirement to do this because they're so invested and they they find it so interesting and um, just the caliber of people we have here. So we were in a little bit probably a different situation than than the average um, inventor would be in to get to get some uh, funding. And so it was actually a very easy process for us, and we were able to choose you know the partners that we wanted to work with, which was really nice. How did you end up becoming a a, a part of the Ness family? M- me personally? Yes. Uh, so my my um, well so my my uh, previous job was at Logitech so I worked um, on the mice and keyboard business and uh, I worked very closely with the head of the mouse business unit and he is our head of uh, sales and marketing here and so he'd been calling and calling and <laughs> I kept pushing away I thought I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> but and so I, he wouldn't tell me what pro- what the product was and then I was on maternity leave and I came in and met with him and. Um, met Tony, and the next day he called and said, uh, we'd like to offer you a job. And I said, I didn't know I was interviewing. I thought I was just coming by to say hi. Um, but it gave me, you know, I was living in Seattle, and I uh, thought this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I'm not going to I'm not gonna pass this up. So I picked up my family and moved moved down here, and I, I'm so happy I made that decision. Well, you know, coming, coming from Logitech, which is a, a very large company, do you feel that the change in – in corporate culture from from switching from such a large company to not so much a startup but just a smaller more tight-knit company has just been better in terms of just productivity and and getting more done <laughs> uh, you definitely get more done <laughs> there's a the thing about being at a startup is um really the sky's the limit as far as how much work you want to do and and where you want to be able to weigh in i mean you know, I'll find myself in meetings that I never would have been included in um, at a larger company. And so that's that's one of the reasons people really like working at startups is your ability to kind of dabble in all these different areas of the company and to add value. So um, I love it. I mean, there's, uh, like I said, the sky's the limit for how many hours I want to work on a week. And um, but, but everything you do feels like you're contributing a lot more than when you're at a larger company. And there's, you know, just more people and and the work gets divided up a little bit uh, or a lot a lot more well you know that that actually answered the question I was going to ask you you know do you feel more fulfilled doing this and pretty much your 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 excitement i you know I can feel it in the tone of your voice, so you know for you to believe so strongly in a product and to make that jump from a larger company into 
you know, unknown territory, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a great accomplishment, you know, so I got to commend you for that. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, it's, like I said, it's easy when you come in here and you meet with the people who are working here and you think, gosh, I'm so lucky to work with these really intelligent, passionate people and, um, and also help, help people save energy. I mean, there's that, that feels good too, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the, one of the things I enjoyed from, from the start when I started reading up on the product, you know, from sites like Engadget and, and other sites was the fact that it was a, a, a dramatic savings. It wasn't something where you'd save 50 bucks a year here. You know, there, there were, there are instances where, you know, one of my, one of my fellow coworkers, he has one and he goes, you know, within the first year I shaved off like 200 bucks because, you know, you have a couple of people that ha- that want your house really warm and a couple of ha- people that want your house really cool. So it was it was a nice, happy medium. And not only that, it allowed him to just have a tighter control over it. And from a financial standpoint, especially with the way the economy is, it's it, 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 it was definitely a, a blessing in disguise for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, people say, you know, two hundred forty nine dollars is a lot to spend on a thermostat, but. Um, you know, this is a thermostat that really works, and you know, 99% of our thermostats are running the program on them. And you can't say that about most programmable thermostats out there. Most people are running their programmable thermostats in, in hold mode, and they're just changing the temperature, you know, when they're uncomfortable because they don't want to go back to the hassle. So, yes, it's more money, but the control that you have and the ability for it to actually save you money is is much greater. So. Um, you know, I don't have any data to back that up. I just know that people actually are running schedules on their thermostat, uh, on the Nest Learning thermostat. So it's it's um, an investment that will pay itself back. One, the the last question I wanted to ask was about the pricing. When when the pricing was being developed, were you guys looking to um, not not so much break even, but price it in such a way that the you were giving the customer value, but you were also justifying the just the design and the build quality of the product? Well, you know, if you look at the inside of, of Nest, um, if you were to take all the parts off of it, um, the inside of Nest, it has all the parts that you'd find in a smartphone. So there are, you know, if you look at the chips and there's the, the Wi-Fi card and there's um, all these different radio components and sensors. I mean, we've got, you know, seven sensors in the device alone. So it is an expensive product to build. And, of course, you know, you also need to be able to be profitable and to give margins to your retail partners. Um, so absolutely, I mean, we, we're not, we know we're not here to, uh, we, we want to continue to make great products. And so, yes, we, we do make um, a percentage of, of uh, you know, revenue on, on the product, but um, we, we priced it at a place where we felt was fair to the customer and fair to us. Well, honestly, if you're not if you're not in this business to to make a profit, then you're in the wrong business for for anybody right. to pass judgment. It's you know, it's it's unfair because salaries have to be paid. And there's a lot of work that goes into the research and development to get the product from, you know, the the the, the design table to the to the retail shelf. Absolutely. You said it. <laughs> All right. So you've uh, given us uh, some great insight for Nest. Of course, if people want more information they can head over to nest.com and also you can find nest on Facebook and also on Twitter. Yes, we're at nest and nest.com. I'm sorry, facebook.com slash nest. So thank you. Thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to uh, take us beyond the mic with uh, the nest thermostat. And uh, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. No problem. Thank you.